One of the cool things we're doing on the On The Radar podcast this year is putting out some pieces of merchandise. And our very first one is a collaboration with the good people at the Toledo Clothing Company. Now, the Toledo Clothing Company screen print all their apparel in the Erie Street Market in downtown Toledo. And we are very happy to be collaborating with them on our Ride the Midwest Vibes t-shirt. Now you can get this t-shirt now online at tolclothingco.com. Not only will you be supporting a great local and independent company like the TOL Clothing Company, but you're helping support the On The Radar podcast so we can do some more fun in the coming years. Welcome to another great episode of the On The Radar Podcast. This is a podcast that features music and artists coming to, through, and from the greater Midwestern areas. My name is Peapod. Thank you so much for tuning in, for sitting in with us uh, another great day. We, we have a surprisingly nice, warm Sunday afternoon at Bigfoot Studios here in Toledo, Ohio. Very excited for a lot of fun things coming up. The first of um, a week long uh, of all of our artists, all the uh, the people that were recording for April are uh, happening all in you know one week, which is I don't know how we set that up, but it ended up being like that. So Travis Guyman is uh, running the board and helping us out here. Uh, very excited for this act uh, in the kind of uh, southeastern area of Ohio. This band is on FBT Entertainment. And with a hell of a name, what if when we die, we scatter? So that's a, that's a hell of an introduction. So we'll start from there. Before you guys even introduce yourselves, where's that name come from? I have to ask. I know. It's just, I have to. I'm sorry. I just wrote it down one time. Just, yeah. <laughs> that's just, all it was. There's yeah. not, yeah, yeah. The meaning, I think, got applied after the fact because at first it was just like, Oh, all right, that's better than our last terrible name. So, yeah. Yeah. what was the original name you you almost went with? I don't want to say it. You don't want to say it? Okay, <laughs> that's fine. Uh, take a moment, and uh, we got three of the four members out of there because one of them decided to the to it's WrestleMania uh, on the day of the recording. It's WrestleMania, so he decided to uh, uh, to uh, go watch that, and that's fine. We miss you. Sorry you couldn't join us, but we have uh, the rest of the band here with us today. Uh, go ahead and introduce yourselves and tell us what you do in the band. Uh, my name is Kelso. Um, I play drums. I am Jim. I sing and play guitar. I'm Kristen and or Chris, and I play guitar and sing some. Excellent. So uh, you guys are out of the Columbus area, roughly around there? Uh, we're like an hour from there. Oh, okay. So you're an hour, like, where south. exactly? Okay, yeah. south. Yeah, yeah. Northern nice. Kentucky, basically. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You get there's a there's a there's a good like overlay between Ohio and Kentucky mm-hmm. that it's just like one state and ends up yeah. being. I think we should just invade Kentucky and just take it over. I'm into it, honestly. You're, you're uh, into it. I'm into it. Sorry, Kentucky. You you had a good run. But. <laughs> so I I would say 
we're probably like 25 minutes south of Chillicothe, I would say. In there somewhere. Yeah. I'm not sure. I don't even know where I am right now. <laughs> you're in Toledo. That's true. So you're near you're closer to Michigan, so you're like, you know, halfway up the state basically. That's fair. Or That's almost fair. more than halfway up the state. So um but yeah, thank you for joining us. A hell of a trip up here. So uh tell us a little bit about uh this band. Um with a name like What If When We Die We Scatter, uh comes with like a territory of a very uh what I got the feeling from is like a very nineties uh, kind of alternative, a little bit of grunge vibe. And I don't want to say grunge too much because when pe- when you say grunge, people tend to, you know, flock to your Nirvana, mm-hmm. uh, your, 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 your 10 days of Pearl Jam, your <laughs> early Soundgarden and, and grunge, I don't think is, it would be a, an easier term for that, but you, explain for yourself kind of like, what was the vibe going into this band and forming, forming it? Um, so Kels and Chris and I have been friends for a long time, and uh, we actually celebrated the anniversary of all of our friendship with, oh, yeah? on, on the 4th. It was oh. very romantic. Nice. Yeah. Um, very intimate. Which is also my birthday. Oh, well, happy happy belated. <laughs> 25. Woo! But yeah, um, basically we were all friends for a long time, and I did like a solo acoustic thing for a very long time, and they used to come and watch me play and i don't know why we didn't start a band with each other way sooner <laughs> but you're not far off with the where you uh guess the influence like we all really like 90s rock and stuff like that mm-hmm. so. yeah um the name itself i think it's just like rooted in ambiguity to an extent um because i love it whenever someone asks what the name is and it's like oh what's what if when we die we scatter i'm like what does that mean and i'm like no answer the question <laughs> yeah I mean? answer the question dude yeah so what does happen so and I, I feel like if 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 you wanted me to answer that question, what if when we die we scatter? I think the idea and and, and this is gonna be already dark and wild and weird right off the bat, and that's fine. Perfect. Um I love it. Um is you know, the idea of death and you know, I'm not a religious guy personally, but I think the idea of just like you become one with the universe. Yeah. That's kind of my own mentality. I I don't like necessarily the idea with like a lot of religions. And I don't know if you guys are religious or not, but oh um, no. Okay, cool. <laughs> if you want rant, us to go on rant. that rant, we can no, do I that. mean we can, we can, we can go whatever rant. I'm, I like, uh, I like pushing the envelope. So, um, I, I think a lot of religions are, are used sometimes as a crutch, uh, and I think a lot of sometimes people use it as, as an actual like proper like you know they don't have questions to the world so they they leave it up to some sort of sometimes a higher power right and 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 that is healthy and that's fine and if you want to you spread that that's fine but it's as of late it's 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 now so seeded in a lot of hate and excuses and crutches on your own actions so you're like oh yeah no i can i can say a couple of things and i will be i will be clean and my conscience is clean well no you're still an asshole. Yeah. So, exactly. you know, yeah. so that's, that's the, that's the issue I have with a lot of it. So like my mother is super religious and, and, and God bless her heart and everything. And, and, and she, she's still to this day. I'm just, I'm in my mid thirties and, and she's like, you know, you should still go to church. And I'm like, I, I got it shoved down my throat when I was growing up. And when I had the option to not go, I decided not to go and, at a brief in college when I was trying to figure out like who I am or whatever, moving from a different town. And I just, I, 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 I'm not, not for it. So to answer the question, I think we just become one with the world right. around us, whether, whatever it is. I think my wife goes like when she dies, she wants her ashes to be like in a plant. 
Right. So I like stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, so stuff it can like, that. like continue different life. Yeah. 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 Like I love the idea of like reincarnation. Like your. I love your the essence, idea of it. Yeah. The, your yeah. your essence goes into something else, uh, and live that life, or you know, you had a past life or world or everything. Like I'm really big into like the multiverse theory, which is like there is a, there is another Earth of all the like the opposite directions you took in your life. So if you decided to go right one day, what happens if there was a whole world that that spread like into every left? single possible scenario? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a lovely thought, honestly. Isn't yeah, it, though. Um, well, I'm a big comic book fan too, so I love the idea of like these multiverse stories of like what happens if Batman didn't die, or, like his parents right. didn't die. Have you ever seen Mister Nobody? Uh, no. It's so about that. Like it's it's about this guy and his like all the different options like that could have happened. I don't know. It's really fucking neat though. Is it a, is it a, is it a show? Is it a it's comic? A, it's a movie. It's a movie. Mm-hmm. Mr. Nobody. Okay. I'm going to check it out. There's a character called Mr. Nobody in, in the comics, in the world of uh, yeah. doom patrol. So that's why I was just like, oh. is, she, is she referencing that? I wasn't sure. Um, but no, I'd never seen Mr. Nobody, but that's well, definitely check that out. Cause that fits the theme. That sounds just... right. Yeah. yeah. One thing that you learn about our band, especially off of the first EP is that, we are a very anti-religious group of people. Right. <laughs> like, if you listen to songs like The Patient or The World, they're very anti-religious songs. Yeah. So. Mm. And we do write about death a lot as well. I mean, <laughs> it's kind of hard not to. It's a pretty big deal. You know what I mean? It is. And it, and this... Uh, this uh, and I love the explanation here that I... So so much that I, I, I had to quote it. Uh, and I write down, like, the actual quote. Violent manifest of aggression building in a generation focused to sit in a in observation of a civilization grinding to a halt. So first off, who wrote that? Me. That's, <laughs> wow. I, I always, <laughs> I, even when I was doing solo stuff, I was like, dude, you got to write the bios. Man. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, see, I think um, the area that we come from is a little bit uh, unique in the sense that it's, it's it feels like an archipelago mm-hmm. of, of towns. You know Good what word. I mean? Um, so you've got Jimmy living in Jackson, for a long time, I lived in Wellston, which is separate. She lived somewhere, which was separate. And mm-hmm. uh, growing up in an area like that, with a, I guess the poverty has a lot to do with it as well. But right. it's very, very difficult to reach adulthood without having some kind of escape fantasy. Right. You know what I mean? Um, so like drug use and things like that or like violence and things like that is is, is kind of more prevalent there? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, lots of drugs. I think that you have as an animal a biological prerogative to uh, fight and struggle mm-hmm. and all that. Um, and modern civilization is just so equipped to our needs that we don't have to try to survive. And I think that that leaves something in us, biologically speaking, unsatisfied. Like that's why people do the crazy stuff they do on the internet, the arguing, the ideological stuff. It's because they're not being challenged by existing and they have to find conflict. It's yeah. a weird time to be alive right now just because of not only politically of what is going on and how fucking just archaic it yeah. has become. Uh, wacky. But, and wacky. Yeah, I think that's a perfect word. Yeah. It's wacky. When, when you know, and if you support him, that's fine. It's good on, good on you. But when Donald nah. Trump, uh, uh, I mean, whatever. <laughs> I mean, that's all you, but no. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, uh, but, you know, when someone like that can just like become the leader of the free world and this is like this backlash of a nation uh and a and a social different social norms are living at the same time baby boomers are still sticking around right this new generation of you know millennials or generation z or whatever they're called this week i feel like there's like a new name for like 
whatever. And I just, it's nonsense to me that are trying to evolve in the times and everything, mm-hmm. you know, the, the idea of more, you know, people in color being now the powers of B, mm-hmm. uh, transgender and gay rights and things like that. There's so much backlash between those evolving times Yeah, that it's so, it's so hard to kind of well, feel like you belong anywhere. Yeah, and one end of that spectrum has mo- the power, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, when everything is leaned over hard on one end, yeah, you know, and, and you can do everything you can, you're still not even close to that end. Right. It's ridiculous. So I, I would say, in essence, like, the meaning of our band and the stuff that we put out is basically just the, the garnering back of that power that you're talking about, whether mm-hmm. that be through... Okay. Um, fighting your own mental health or fighting like the powers that be or fighting um, shitty belief systems that yeah. are outdated. So mm-hmm. basically but we do focus on the spreading of ideas. Like we're not, I don't really think of us as revolutionaries as much as I do in the pursuit of a Renaissance, you know, cause yeah. ideologically things need to be repaired. Like a, a revolution or a contemporary violent situation would not make things better. No, yeah. no. A, a, another civil war won't, won't do anything right, in, right. A, in a sense. And that's I've, like, I've, I've, I hear people talk about that. I've heard, I've even had coworkers that said that the, uh, the measles outbreak recently, I think in like somewhere in upper, upper Michigan, everything, um, someone's, or I don't know, I forget where it was. Maybe it wasn't Michigan. I don't remember, but it was like recently, like nearby a measles outbreak, which, Measles in 2019 is still to this day fucking like, why? Why? Yeah, right. um, uh, again, it's that it's that backlash of the the evolution of like you know these tried and true things that that are true that still work. Everybody is questioning right. all of a sudden, like right. the idea of like the Earth is flat. Well, no, there's science yeah. and technology and just like shit to prove that it's. Not, you know, <laughs> Not like, come, yeah. like, come on, like, you know, you you can, you can argue the sky is not blue and you learn that it's not blue when you're older, when you learn what science is, but when you're a kid, but it's like these grown ass people going, you know, the sky's not, the sky is blue and this is why it's blue. Well, no, they're like science, you know, this right. is proven. Right. But yeah, I had a coworker that explained that the, the measles outbreak was a way of government curbing of, of humans. Mm. And I'm just like. Come on, man. Like, like maybe passively. Like maybe you know I, mean? I don't maybe. know. Like there's there's there there could be legs to that, but right. in, in all in all absence, it's that idea of just like people think believing stuff on the internet uh, is true. Theories yeah, infuriate me. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's it, and 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 it's that idea like you spoke about before. It's the idea that we're all. We're all so connected, and it's so con- it's everything's now at a convenience that mm. there is no room for you to sort of quote unquote struggle or manifest, to, or, or manifest everything. Mm, you yeah. know, like there's nothing to mm-hmm. everything. Everybody's connected. If I need to know information, it's within my fingertips. You know, oh, if, yeah. if I needed to connect somebody, it's within my fingertips. I can order food and it can be delivered to me. I don't have to go out of my home to get something or whatever mm-hmm. like that. It's right. like. Everything, which is great, some of those technologies and some of those things have been really good moving on in moving the the, the evolution of people. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, there's no like there's no struggle. I guess you, there's right. no there's no learning on your own. Right, right. So that makes sense. Um, Just to cut back though to yeah. the, the band name for one second, because um, I I kind of think there's a second aspect to it. Yeah. I mean, the question is obviously, the, what if when we die we scatter and it insinuates exactly how you explained mm-hmm. it you know 
Um, but I think back and I, uh, not offering a solution to that it would be unethical if you're asking the question, you know? Yeah. And uh, I mean, if you think about think about like a coral reef, you know, it looks like yeah. one consistent form, but it's hundreds of billions of tiny things. You yeah. Know? It works like that. Your body works that way. You know, cells, everything that exists is mm -hmm. just made up of tinier things. You know what I mean? And uh, so we should be doing that, in my opinion. Human beings should be doing that. Like, I don't know if you've ever heard of a uh, Portuguese man of war. It's like a jellyfish type thing. Um, it was thought to be a jellyfish for a long time, but it's actually a, a mass, like, protozoan colony that is imitating a jellyfish to be, to protect itself. Oh, wow. And so that's the gist I'm getting at is, like, maybe when we die, we will scatter. But if we're here now, like, we need to just pick a shape and all commit to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's it's seamless. All the, all these pieces of moving parts, like like a machine mm -hmm. going towards one thing. And it's okay to be different. It's mm -hmm. okay to be in a certain way. But at the end of the day, you're not... If you're not doing anything to forward mm -hmm. momentum, evolution, whatever, you know, maybe you should just get out of the way. Mm. All it takes is compassion, man. Yeah, <laughs> which is hard. which is we have a lack of right now, yeah. and it's unfortunate. And 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 it's music, and it's and it's things that you guys are doing. Um, that is wonderful for that outlet. Mm. It's the reason that I, I hopefully it's one of the reasons you do music. But is there you know you 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 talk about like. There needs to be some sort of, I, I guess, evolution or revolution and things like that. What can music offer then to help fuel that fire? Or what do you feel like music should have more of to fuel that idea? Um, I don't know. I feel like uh, music is a lot of a lot of the time. Music is very guilty of not being as forthcoming as it should be. I think people should try to be as honest as they can. Um, always mm. uh, there a lot of music lacks honesty i think it lacks passion it lacks um you know interest it's all pumped out by machines well, and that seems like to be a common theme as of late well i i wouldn't say that it, it lacks passion per se okay because i think people can still be passionate about what they're doing but they don't know what they mean if that makes mm. sense i think a, a lot of bit, yeah. I think a lot of people haven't really like taken the time to think about what they want to, you know, a lot of people don't write like directly from their own mind, you know, and I, a lot of music lacks that there's just a lot of honesty lacking throughout it. And I, I, that doesn't mean that there's no passion to it. It just means that uh, a lot of people are very uncomfortable letting those thoughts out. Right. Bearing themselves like that. Yeah. You guys seem like the type of people who are more than willing to bear yourselves out there. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm convinced if we don't, we will all die. <laughs> so, And then you'll probably scatter. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, roll credits. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> End of episode. Thanks for joining. No. Uh, Act 1 EP came out uh, last year, July 2018. Did a handful of tours, you know, rising up. And that's how I got kind of hit to you guys from, you know, the followings from a lot of people. Uh, and then, of course, you drop the the downward spiral of the unquiet mind of uh, November, um, and then you guys are currently working on new stuff. Yes, right. yes, to this to this day right now. So that's very exciting. Do you have any? Can you give us an idea a little bit behind your Act One EP? Um, go ahead. 
Tell us the story. Tell us, you know, what you what do with it? it. You know, anything, anything. Just give us, give us a little history behind it. Like, what did you put into it? What did you feel about it? Things like that. So I would say the general consensus, and you, we've discussed this before, is the Act One EP is definitely based around like a group of characters, okay, who are based off of the things that go on in our own individual lives, you know, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like. It's come together that way, for mm-hmm. sure. It's kind of sublimizing more intimate aspects of ourselves. And uh, I think, to, to harken back to your last question about music and why why music for us and mm-hmm. all. And I think, um, I think music is an extremely abstract type of language. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's very difficult to express ideas, certain ideas, in words. You know what I mean? So we're talking about bringing people together and wanting people to think more forward and all that. Um, but uh, music makes it easier because then you can use the lyrics to tell them what you're thinking, but you can show them how you feel in the music. You know what I mean? It, it allows you to voice emotion and things that you cannot voice with your with just language. Right. You know what I mean? And so it's just a really effective way of helping people. So I, that's just why we do it. Yeah. Um, most of our songs, like you can tell through the lyrics there's a lot of visual concepts Mm -hmm. throughout the lyrics and stuff so we try to paint the picture as well so on act one i think the first song that we wrote as a group collectively was probably hurricane i think that was probably like the first one (laughs) that we did all together uh i think it was the patient actually i feel like we had hurricane down before that though oh no um I don't sure, know man. which was first. It's been but... a whirlwind. No, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, you were saying. Um, yeah. So I, I, I remember that one because we were going to release that as the first single and then we changed our minds and did the patient. Right. I have a horrible memory. I'm, I don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we did. The, we, we learned the patient all together first, but uh, I don't know. Your dad yeah. was over there kind of. Booping around in the corner. It was really cute. I remember that. Was he? Oh, yeah, he was. But, yeah, so Chris wrote Hurricane, and I, I the way that I remember it is that was, like, the, the basis of... Uh, and some of those songs Kels and I had written on our own before then, before mm-hmm. we started the band. And there's one song, The World, that I wrote when I was, like, 18, and it just had floated around forever. Right. Yeah. That was always my favorite song. It still is. <laughs> right. <laughs> Why is your favorite I just enjoy it. I enjoy the message that it. Uh, Kelson has is a very interesting lyricist, mm-hmm. and I I just like the, I, I like the lyrical concepts that are put forth in that. I also like the dynamic of the song because it's just like a slow build and yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I like it too. I love I love songs that have that slow build and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole song know. is like a giant build up. It's <laughs> yeah. awesome. Yeah. I got into like a lot of post rock as of late, so like just the idea, <laughs> you're all about it. Yeah, I, we've had a handful of post rock bands uh, uh, on here, and uh, um, I love. I always love the idea of, of that music. You know, not only telling a story without telling a story ver- uh, vocally, mm-hmm. um, but I, the idea of just like those, you know, like the small the builds and then the wall of sound that happens Precisely. and everything, and um, you know, somewhat. Somewhat in the world of ambient music, but I can't. I, a lot of ambient music is just like you know background noise to me. I can't. Right. You know, some of it's okay, but like I like more of like I know that there's like somewhat of a. 
I guess you could say structure to a song. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, you know, I've I've worked in radio for almost a decade, so like I I know I I've I've been pr- a somewhat pre-programmed of the verse, chorus, verse, chorus, interlude, chorus, end of song, three and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, but luckily now, like getting into you know, and you know, talking to more bands like you guys and going outside of that world that I thoroughly enjoy. You know, it's not all like that. That is a minuscule part of the world of music and I, I like how um, that builds up. So let me, let me ask you this question since you, I guess you are, how do you write your lyrics? Do you, is it just, do you go into writing something with the intent of making a song or do you just write to write and then later try to build it off of, to make it in somewhat of a loose fitting song idea? Um, typically there is, an intent for it to be a song. Like, okay. I'll write things sometimes that there are not, there's not yet instrumental for, but they still, I still intend on them being songs. Okay. You know I mean, yeah. And honestly, it's um, like the whole, what if we die, we scatter things. Like I'll see a phrase somewhere mm-hmm. or something and, uh, you know, say it to myself, like, what does that mean? And then maybe connect another idea. Yeah, pretty much every out. song that you've written is like a whole sentence. Like the title is, is right. something That's someone said. Idea. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, um, and I try to, it's not that I, I try not to be too um, abstract, I guess, about it. The structures are weird, you know, and okay. all that. But it just has to be a complete, a complete idea, in my opinion. A lot of the times they read, like, essays, you know what I mean? It would seem, you know, um, but yeah, I just get hooked on certain phrases and then connect the ideas, piece it together. I have terrible short-term memory, so when I'm walking around writing the song, I'll forget lines constantly, and mm-hmm. by the time it's done, I've already revised it six times. So right. Like, okay, yeah. cool. We, we all have, like, very different approaches to how we write lyrics, oh, yeah. I yeah. think. Then how, do you, then how do you guys, then, uh, approach it into writing? Um, I just hope for the best. I don't know. I don't really have <laughs> a method. You just dive in and, like, no, good luck. Yeah. It, like, I'll usually start with, like, one small idea and then just kind of either stream of consciousness or, like... Just I I I look up uh, words that rhyme with blank or whatever. <laughs> I just it's very not like a beautiful process well, for me. It's d- kind of do you I hate usually it. write lyrics first or the melodies first? It's it's different every time. I don't know. I don't really have a process. I know that that the one song uh, Hurricane. Oh yeah, I was doing life. um. You know when yeah. you like type on the phone and it predicts the next word. Yes. I was doing that to predict like the predictive text thing, and it came up with something like "Hurricane" and the rest of my life, which is how we got that song title. Right. Yeah. And I based the song around that You're phrase that my phone came up with. Yeah, it was awesome. So yeah, it's just kind of random for me. It's it's any combination of things. Mm-hmm. Worked out. Well, my process. I usually start with like uh, chord phrasings. And then I usually um, go into the melody next. And then whatever happens when I write lyrics is weird. I go into this really, 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 really dark world and then write all of it. And then I come out and I feel better and that's how it goes. I I just, I love the last couple of minutes of just like uh, uh, the explanations of that. Because like, that's the big thing 
for what we do is just like we we it's a big why mm. someone does this it's not only giving the stage to the artists that are trying to get out there and shining a light in the middle of an area you know where may not be as the biggest focus but it's also the, the I, I'm I'm infatuated myself and I hopefully other people do too of the why people do things. You know, I, I started doing a little writing on the side just because of like my you know, my life right now personally has just kind of gone through a lot of crazy shit as like a lot of emotional uh, issues that I'm not gonna shed the light on at least on recording it, but um, just a lot of frustrations with a lot of things. So like the writing is is kind of an outlet and i'm trying to do that more again and i don't know if it ever will become a musical project i i wouldn't mind doing it as a musical project but at the same time like i i don't know i can't uh i i'm not as big as, i'm not as musically gifted uh or you know i don't uh i guess maybe maybe gift is not the right word because a lot of people work yeah, I'm not gifted stuff. at yeah, all. Uh, it's you know, just a lot of practice. Yeah, yeah, like a lot of practice and practice and practice. Maybe I don't have enough self control or you know well, self discipline. I do this. So, you got the so I got something right. I'm going. Yeah. I got something good going in my uh, yeah. my world. But um, it's a little dark. But sorry. Uh, <laughs> with a lot of the lyrical content yeah. too. Like I think um, where we talked about the anti religion, the death, all those things. Yeah. Like I think we're all three. So. Uh, engaged in the idea or the lack of belief in a god mm -hmm. that we're kind of trying to take it upon ourselves to give people a way to explore those thoughts and feelings that are is not religious you right know what i mean so i'm not saying we're trying to be jesus but if we ever are that'd be cool yeah you know what I mean? be, be your own jesus that's what i'm saying be yeah. your own yeah. god be your own you know people deserve to think about these bigger things you yeah know what i mean and they don't know that they can or should in yeah. a lot of situations it's scary it's scary to kind of go in a deep dive in yourself and like you said that uh go into a very dark deep deep dark place and try to get out of it does that do you feel then to like if you if you self-dive into yourself too much that you have a hard time getting out of it oh yeah i think i'm guilty of that i think we all would agree. yes we i would say we all are yeah yeah without like, a doubt i i can't even like like, I'm such a busy person. Like, if I, I... I can't afford to, like, stop and think that much because, right. like, I'll just go crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but we're kind of all like that, I think. We all are overthinkers and... and, and overthinkers and fascinated with wordplay, and that is it. That's, that's all we do. <laughs> uh, Lots of wordplay. And all, a lot of those things come into play when you're on the road. Like, you yeah. take words and switch them around. <laughs> right. <laughs> God, what are some of the ones that we've... They, and they become part of the band's vernacular, you know? Yeah. And we make callbacks. We to have our own language. Time. And we do this thing where when we're, like, on the road, when we're behind, like, a car or something, we, like, the first three letters of, like, a license plate, we, like, use that as, like, an acronym. Like, we make up sentences that, like, I don't know how to explain like an that. Acronym. Like, so, yeah, it's the, the license plate is an acronym, and we make up yeah. what it stands for. All <laughs> it's right. it's All hilarious. Right. <laughs> yeah. I do something mostly along... inappropriate. Hey, that's fine. Uh, I I do something uh, uh, sort of the uh, uh, same lines. Uh, my wife and I really like doing this. Um, when we go, when we travel or whatnot, and neon signs partially are blanked out. <laughs> so, like uh, the big the biggest example, uh, there's a local uh, pinball shop around here called Doctor Scott's Pinball. So as of late. Everything, uh, everything is still lit except the end of ball. So it's Doctor Scott's pinned, 
B I N B. So so I always just like I just always point out and go, yeah, it's Doctor Doctor Scott's pin. And then my wife goes, no, it's pin. The B is silent and everything. Just like, uh, I don't so see there's the B. one in yeah. there's one in our town. It's hilarious. Um, it used to say Jackson County something flea market, oh my God. but but the O is gone on county, so it says Jackson County flea market. <laughs> it's 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 amazing. Yeah. I love it. I actually I pass it like daily, and I'm like <laughs> County. <laughs> I saw one that was like. Uh title loans or something but everything was like gone except the first three letters so it just said tit <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I, love I, I love how like we have like these big existential like you know d discussions and then we're laughing at tit you can't do too much of either of no them. you can't you, gotta have a you really could I, I will be the first to say that most of our van rides consist of us changing the lyrics of our own songs to make them about poop yeah it's, so. yeah <laughs> well, it's, no it's truly it's, it's some shameful stuff man it, Really. We are literal children. Oh, it's, it's incredible, though. Oh. I can 
darkest place and the deepest earth they find podcast to first off thank you for listening thus far to the on the radar podcast and if you like what you hear and you want to be more involved in this wonderful project well check us out at our patreon page now depending on what level you donate a monthly fee you can get a better experience and a more in-depth and involved experience with the on the radar podcast we do this podcast to not only show love for the Midwest, but to show all of these great musicians, these men and women who are working hard to get their art out into the world, and we are giving a stage for it. There are links in the episode description. There are links at our social media pages. Consider checking us out and donating at our Patreon page. So going into the studios and everything right now, because I, I think I heard somewhere um, uh, that you self-produced the first EP, yes. right? Uh, and Downward Spiral. And Downward Spiral. Yes. Yeah. So now you're going to somewhere for the new stuff. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Can you give us any light on that? Um, it's way less fucking stressful. Oh, we'll yeah, I bet. I we'll bet. start there. Uh, really, like... We kind of just wanted to test the waters when we first started doing it, and then we realized that we're not producers; we're a band. So we're yeah, gonna, yeah, yeah. That's really about it. Like we just don't have time to do it anymore. It's not really like a lack of capability or anything. We just don't have the time. Maybe it's pretty good for like demos or like scratch tracks or practice totally. and things yeah. like that. Yeah. Well, and it, specifically our bassist Kyle, who is not here, was he did the. It's the right time stuff. to talk shit about him. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. He won't hear this at all. Yeah, eventually. it all sucks because Kyle did it. <laughs> no, he's actually really good. We have a lack yeah. of, our, our main issue is a lack of equipment, I would say. Um, right. but we don't have good mics. We don't have. He's spearheaded that, you know, since we started. And it's been a, a godsend, you know, getting us off our feet and stuff. No, well, that's good. Definitely, yeah. The work that he put in in the beginning was incredible i know that i stressed him out calling him every fucking day hey like, is that mixed on yet? <laughs> every day um but yeah we just made a decision as a group that we just don't have the time and we and we, and we want to make sure that we're putting out the best possible content that we can you know mm-hmm. and we're just not professional producers right where are you recording this next stuff at uh we're gonna test waters at different places. okay so you haven't done anything yet well we have okay you have okay the, the first uh we recorded at moonlight studios in cincinnati um and it sounds really good um and then we're sending it to uh 
a friend named Brett who is going to do the mastering on it. Okay, cool. He uh, mastered the last brand new record. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. So so you're kind of shopping around. Is this an EP? Is this an LP? Is it? Um, what, what I is don't it? think we know yet. You don't know yet? Like the time... Uh, for the time being, um, we've agreed like to essentially focus on single releases. Okay. You know what I mean? Just to keep momentum and all that. Um, but there's always the, the possibility of us continuing to, you know, go different producer, record a song, not release it. Just, you know what I mean? Go and record every now and again until eventually we have it all and release it, you know. Would yeah. be the, the only way that we would probably, we wouldn't sit down straight through recording EPs. Right, yeah. Um, recording EPs and LPs is just kind of like an outdated way of thinking the cultural attention span makes me sad yeah unfortunately yeah it, it does make me sad i think yeah. uh, i know i can't unthink like of like we have to do an album because that's just so ingrained in my brain like well, yeah. an, put out an album but i guess that's just not like as uh practical not at our level you know what i mean like i, I don't know um we've got actually a pretty nice like fan base and a pretty dedicated one you know what i mean mm-hmm. um and I really think that that's been one of the things that has made us not go completely insane at any point. You know what I mean? Um, I feel like we all have a tendency to get incredibly anxious um, right. fairly regularly. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But uh, the the anxiety kind of starts with uh, boredom and like not knowing how to utilize yourself in any given moment. But if we're playing, then we wake up every day with a mission. You know, and we know that no matter what happens throughout the day, there is going to come a point where we're sitting and playing, and we're going to be sweating, and we're going to be yelling, and everything is just going to reset. You know what I mean? So, um, I think it's I think it's another one of the reasons why we all do music because it's pretty much the only thing that makes any of us happy. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, well, and what you just said about like a lack of direction drives me insane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. me too. So I I had been on the verge for a minute, and then. I talked to Liz, who was our manager the other mm-hmm. day, and she kind of just like laid things out. And I was like, cool. <laughs> we, have, we have a plan now. When yeah. I was setting this up with Liz, she's an absolute sweetheart and she was very professional, which I always enjoy. And also got back to me really fast, which was always very helpful. She's the shit. Man. She's a miracle. Man. Yeah. yeah, she's awesome. She, she's she's awesome. She's my mom who's younger than me. <laughs> Aww. Her and Welcome Rick. to Southeastern Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Her they get closer to Kentucky, you know what happens. In... No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, Kentucky people. What's the, uh, what's the, what do the human perception of time, what does the human perception of time have in common with sex in Kentucky? Is this the name of your new album or is this a joke? <laughs> that would be a great album. Well, it was a joke, but now I'm concerned. Ah, That's ah, an interesting direction. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I don't know. Yeah. What's the what's the answer? Oh, uh, it's all relative. Ah, that's yeah. And good night, everybody. Uh, no, that's... Roll credits. Team. Yeah, right. Hey, there we See go. See you next season. Yes. That was our, our uh, Marvel. Oh, my Our pen. Marvel moment. You gotta wait yeah. till after the credits for the. Yeah. Oh yeah. Your, your post. Uh, your your post. Uh, post podcast. The, the final roll credits. Everything. It's it's been ten years for a lot of those superhero films, and people are still leaving at the credits. I know. Right. Isn't it's, it weird? It's dumb. I just come on, people. It's not your first rodeo. Come Did on. Did you guys see Captain Marvel? I have not. Uh, and I really that's uh, I've actually soured upon a lot of. Because I'm, I'm a comic book fan. I'm not necessarily a purist. I try to, like, I want a good representation of the material under the screen. You're just preaching to the choir, man. I just, I, I, I don't really have much interest in Captain Marvel. I've never been a big Captain Marvel fan. 
I'm, I'm actually more of a DC guy than, than Marvel. I mean, I do enjoy the Marvel films, but as of late, they becoming more and more of a, you know, everybody has to have a zinger. Everybody mm. has to have a that. Everybody has to be a smartass. I hate bro for and it's yeah. all like and it's ever and there's like now it's now structured right and everything and I I'm actually just like, kind of panicked when I saw episode eight of uh, uh, Star Wars. I still haven't seen it. it. It got it, it's apparent that it was written at with Disney as the, yeah. the company. You yeah, know what I mean, like there's it's not bad by any means. It's right. just there is a little bit of that like buddy buddy like QC I, stuff. I haven't I'm, seen I Last like Jedi. I, I think I started watching it one time, but mm-hmm. we currently are uh uh have a five year old in our home right now with this uh my you know wife's great niece mm-hmm. who we're watching right now and um and it's hard to watch anything we we want mm-hmm. without her asking six thousand questions or right. anything. So right. I haven't seen a lot of films a lot of movies and things like that yeah so i haven't uh but no i haven't i haven't seen camp marvel i don't know if i really i think they're running out of heroes in a way like they're just diving deeper and deeper into the more obscure ones you know they got their pantheon built i'm just waiting for a lockheed movie oh yeah (laughs) little purple dragon i know uh i know they're gonna uh uh, on the dc side they're going to make a new gods film and i'm very interested because i i i i started doing a deep dive uh, into Jack Kirby's uh, New Gods run, and that was like between like the you know Mister Miracle uh, book of called the New Gods, and um, and it's all from like the sixties and seventies, so it, it reads a little differently. And then uh, the the adventures of Jimmy Olsen, um, so Jack Kirby's stuff is like his pantheon of stuff, and it's like this, it's like encyclopedia worth mm-hmm. thickness. So like getting through that and everything. <clears throat> Are you like prodding her or something? <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> Jim prodding Chris, and you can't you can't see it, but she, he keeps like poking at her and everything. Oh, dude, I watched him yeah. deliver like the wick, most wicked DDT to her one time. Nice. Yeah. When he got was in that? a sharpshooter at one point, I think too. Nice. Oh, yeah, that was that's forever ago. That was when I was working at that place in Chillicothe, and I actually quit and didn't tell my fiance at the time so i was just hanging out with you guys oh, every night yeah. oh, <laughs> it was a little weird i think that's that that was kind of the, the core of our our friendship in the first place is yeah. we just all met at a mole or well we we are already knew each other but we came together as a group of people um during a time period where none of us were particularly satisfied or were downright horrified by our living situation right so we kind of escaped through that together and i don't think that so that's that's just the nature of the bond, you know. I think it's why it's very strong. And I love it. And yeah. I love it. And you guys are and playful because we were all like running away from <laughs> <laughs> our problems. Right. I mean, it, you have to have that escape and everything. Mm-hmm. And well, uh, go ahead. Well, uh, that's how it started. And then I was like, "Hey, I'm going on tour this summer. You guys want to go?" And they're like, "Yes." I was <laughs> yeah, like, "I have a job, but stuff. I'll quit." <laughs> <laughs> and she did. Yeah, she yeah. did. And we left for two weeks. I got fired from Walmart about a month before it for stealing chicken, which I'm not <laughs> proud of. I mean, I worked there. That's the thing. But uh, I don't know. See, so I, I did break the law is what I'm going to say. Right. But I actually know I went to high school with a dude who uh, two years ago or so, he went to the Walmart in like our local area. Yeah. And he was hungry, I suppose. And he stole some chicken fingers, I yeah. guess, or chicken tenders or something. Right. And they caught him. As he was leaving the Walmart, and so he sprinted out in the parking lot, fucking stole a car, 
and like <laughs> ran from them. And he, he wrecked it, got arrested. He's in prison. Don't know how long he'll be there. But my God, the escalation! Like, but, you know, like, like he could have just gotten. Yeah, he could have yeah. just like a stopped. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. b not steal the car part like that. Like, did you really need chicken? Like, he probably like wouldn't have gotten in trouble for stealing the chicken. Well, no, I would. Wait, just he said... wouldn't have gotten to prison. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah definitely not. But I, he probably wouldn't have gotten in trouble at I, all. I just forgot to pay for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. You could have just played dumb. Come on. And like, we don't advocate stealing, but at the same time, <laughs> yes, like, we do from up. Walmart. Yeah, well, yeah, fuck from, them. From, yeah, from, yeah. from corporations. From a corporation. Yeah. All you sure. want. Okay, that's yeah. fair. I would never steal from a person. No. no, corporations, yes. Yeah. People, I, I, I was talking about this because, um, like, uh, I, I did record a show earlier today for, uh, for the radio, and um, I did a story about how Jeff Bezos' uh, wife, who is the the founder of Amazon, mm-hmm. it, they're getting divorced, is going to be out of the divorce, is going to get three hundred billion dollars, billion with B. My God, and I'm just like. That's not a real fucking number. It's really it's not. That's not. Like, that is I a can, fucking concept. I can, I, <laughs> I can, I can see a dollar, five dollars, a hundred dollars, five hundred dollars. I can see up to maybe five thousand dollars. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. But beyond that, once you get past that, it's not fucking real. Like yeah. it's not. You just you, you don't would ha- need climbing gear to get to top to the top of the pile. Exactly. You know? <laughs> like you don't like you know you don't go to your local bank and go yeah I have like two point five million dollars in my bank account can I just like pull forty dollars <laughs> like no that's not like it's not a fucking thing like <laughs> so like the, the these mega rich people these mega businesses and yeah it, you want a success and everything and these musicians you do like i always wonder when they get on yeah. their banking app on their phone like how is that written how is yeah. four billion written Just on, like, on their app you know i could look i could literally look in my checking account right now and i'm doing it right now as we speak go for it i currently have two dollars and 65 cents in my account <laughs> now i want to check mine because and i'm just like i like i can see two dollars and 65 cents i mean i don't get paid into the 15th and i have a joint account with my wife but like i can see i can see that amount of money i can never see me looking and going fuck couple of you know billions of dollars like i get paid and it's like sometimes close to a thousand dollars i'm like okay that's kind of rad whatever and then it's gone in an instant because bills and adulting and whatnot right right but i just i can't fucking that's the nature of money man exceptionally exorbitant amounts of it like that like i I don't believe that billionaires are necessary to a functional society like do we i have four dollars and 41 cents for the record oh look look at you big spender yeah (laughs) i I accidentally ripped the 20 dollar bill in half yesterday taking out of my pocket and i don't know what i'm gonna do oh jesus (laughs) (laughs) we'll have to tape it together maybe maybe that's all i got Uh, i guess is it 40 dollars now i'll find a way i I don't think it's fluid like that i don't think it, it, it it goes like that but i just I, I don't I don't get it. Like mm-hmm. you want to be successful with anything, a business, an idea, a practice, you know, music, things mm-hmm. like that. But like when you get into like the billions of dollars, do you actually ever see that or is it just like Is it just in theory? <laughs> it's just in theory. It literally is so just in theory. So like know? the idea of Bitcoin actually is real currency then, as much as it's like a fake currency. Because yeah. like what like how can you like I have thousand Bitcoin or like whatever. Like one Bitcoin is actually like fucking like thousands of it's dollars kind of allegedly insane, like i just like, like as a concept yeah like new money i got just enough people have to agree on it for it to work you know? yeah <laughs> that's all it takes like well basically what we're saying is eat the rich and, it, and, <laughs> yeah. exactly and yeah. it is vegan yeah yeah that's true. it is it that's is true 
It is. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, so a fun little thing uh, that I, I started to learn when we start talking about everything, just like interactions on social media, which this is this is a good thing about social media. Is I learned that you guys are all big pro wrestling fans, which <laughs> yeah. is which is which is fun. It consumes my life. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, so who runs the Twitter? Is it is it you, Jim? Okay. So that's so that's who I was talking <laughs> yes, about about right. wrestling, which was which is super rad. So the day we recorded this, as we mentioned before, is WrestleMania. So we're gonna we're gonna break down the WrestleMania card and we're gonna just give our quick predictions on it. And <laughs> let's right, see cool. let's see in about two weeks or so when we release the episode, see how right we are. I'm excited. So let's you ready for this? Here we go. Um uh so let's go let's go to the bottom of the card to the, from the top of the card. There's no uh, guarantee that I'll be I might I may be a bit sassy. That's fine. No, that's fine. We can be sassy. <laughs> so I'm not going to do like the battle royals and things like that because, you know, I do don't em. do them. I don't know. Well, I don't know who's all in it. Many, uh, all, many, they, many they, people. They don't have you. Yeah. They don't have the list of them. Yeah. They, I, um, I think Finn Balor's in the Andre the Giant battle royal. Finn Balor's just... fighting for the IC title. Oh, he is. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, um, uh, okay, well, we'll do this. We'll, we'll do this. Uh, Buddy Murphy, Tony Nese for the Cruiserweight title. Mm-hmm. Buddy Murphy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't follow the Cruiserweight uh, division. Right. So, well, uh, well, well, there's no reason for him to lose it yet. Yeah. Oh, I mean, he just got it like a few months ago. I think Buddy, I, I, all I know is Buddy Murphy's the, the fiance of Alexa Bliss. That's that's all I know. Mm. Yeah, so what you're saying is you, you envy him. I wouldn't even go that far. I mean, she's cute, but that's about it. You know, but, uh, I, and uh, whatever, whatever, else. whatever, man. Uh, let's see, women's battle royal. Let me see. As this Oscar's in that. Oscar. If Oscar doesn't win, it'd be what they did her dirty. I know. Yeah, it's just like how do well, you? Well, here's the thing. She should have lost to Charlotte Flair last year. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, but, I, I agree too. But because you got to get that loss out of the way, like you can't build an entire person's legacy around a winning streak. Like that's mm-hmm. not. I, I I only worked very well with Goldberg, and for some reason, because WCW was such a shit show, like it strangely worked. But well, like the idea of like undefeated streaks now in in current professional wrestling, I don't think is well a... with Goldberg. Like they could have. Kevin Nash was the right person to beat that streak. Yeah. He was like the most over person in the company mm-hmm. at the moment. But I, you, it's how you handle them afterwards, dude. And they didn't handle Asuka very well no, afterwards. No, they didn't. Asuka, uh, Carmella, no, uh, Naomi, Lana, Mandy Rose, Sony Deville, Nikki Cross, Dana Brooke, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, Sarah Logan, Mickey James, uh, and Zelina. I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say Sonya Deville wins that. Yeah. One. So like like Oscar gets in the I think Oscar's gonna take that I don't see anybody else who would just be remotely. But why would she win it? Because she's probably the most. I don't know. They just you need to, they need to do something. I don't know. Well, well, they just took the title off of her for no reason. For no reason. <laughs> yeah. So like literally just to build up a the women's title match for the main event, which we'll we'll talk about that briefly, uh, coming up. Uh, I feel bad for Travis now, who's going to be like recording this because he's probably just not like, you know, like what the <laughs> fuck are they talking about? No, I love him. Um, Andre the Giant Battle Royale, as this uh, loads. Okay, so it's all the mid carders and lower uh, lower card. Here we go: Braun Strowman, Colin Jost, and Michael Che from NSL uh, from Braun Saturday Strowman. Night Live. Yeah, it's, I feel like <laughs> Saturday Night Live. Uh, Andre, uh, Andrade, Apollo, Titus O'Neil, Tyler Breeze, Jinder Mahal, Noe Jose, Bobby Roode, Chad Gable, Callisto, Grand Metallic, Lindsay Dorado, 
Bo Dallas, Curtis Axel, Heath Slater, Rhino, Victor, Connor, Connor Ali. Why does WWE hate last names? I am not sure. <laughs> I, I just, oh my God. I know, Shel like, Benjamin, Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy, uh, Otis, Tucker, EC3. See, now who I would like to see it when it is EC3. I love EC3. I love that, like, that's the thing, like, TNA is like almost an afterthought nowadays, but they've done a good job in a lot of their stars in developing yeah. them. Now, who's actually going to win it is going to be Braun Strowman because it's going to be the SNL people. <laughs> There's no reason for Did Braun not to I, win. Yeah, no, I can I feel see like that. In yeah. a lot of situations, I'm a bit, um, a bit removed. I guess from a, a lot of more, uh, more newer wrestlers, I suppose. Right. Know? But it also, I've said before that it, it's kind of one of my favorite things about uh, the industry right now is there's a fairly even mix of like basically just normal people you know this is this guy this is his name like backstory whatever you right. know but it's still mixed in with wacky characters from like the attitude era and before and all that i love i so love it's like not only do we have like wrestling fans have like more options now wwe and and, and there's still a little backlash because like you have the nxt brand right which is their developmental brand um that uh that it's it's run by it's all run by Triple H, and yeah. I never thought in a million years that I think Triple H running the business would be a good idea, because of his history of like just basically squashing people constantly. He knows what he's doing, but he knows what he's doing. And NXT is like the most like the best brands NXT and NXT UK. Like I loved Takeover that was just uh, over this past weekend. It was great, and and I my favorite match out of that was the Walter uh, Pete Dunn match. Because it was just so goddamn brutal, like it was great. And then like the, I think the second favorite was uh, Matt Riddle versus the Velveteen Dream. Dude, Matt Riddle has been insane since he got there. I, I didn't. I wasn't a big fan of him until him. like, I, and I started seeing more and more. I'm like, okay, I could see what they're doing here. And then I saw that match, and like, you see like this 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 hybrid of like the MMA world going into the wrestling mm -hmm. world it's and everything. Somewhat. It's blending, and I'm not the biggest see, fan I of think it. That's kind of probably another reason why. Uh, Focusing on the, uh, re the performers as uh, characters, but not in a fantastic way. Yeah, you know? and and that's why I just I think it can create the most hilarious matchups. You know, where it's like in one corner we have a young upstart from in you know city name right yeah. up on the streets played it tough right, got yeah. where he is and then on the other corner we got a literal fucking necromancer <laughs> you know what I mean? and we don't know how he's here we can't get him to leave we you can't know I mean? no no like, I'm not I'm not gonna do that he's, no. He's some sort of dark magician. Yeah. <laughs> did you see uh, Matt Riddle and Drew Gulak not too long ago? Yeah, I did, actually. Incredible. And that was surprisingly a good match. It was incredible. Like, it was just like this weird, like, catch-as-you-catch-can wrestling and everything. Yeah. And I'm just like, So, Kyle, okay. our bass player. Mm -hmm. Hi, Kyle. We miss you and love you. Uh, <laughs> he was... a training to be a professional wrestler oh yeah and he said he met drew gulak at a show and he said he's a fucking asshole <laughs> honestly i can see that i feel like there's a lot of wrestlers that you meet that are like they're kind of just like dicks and i think i think there's a couple of wrestlers you meet and they're like the super nice people i i uh i met john cena once actually um i bet and he was so nice he was super nice <laughs> and and but but his forearm is fucking huge terrifying isn't it yeah. yeah like we were so i ran um uh, uh one of my first upstarts in the radio world was i got I, me and my friends did a college radio show on a college pro wrestling radio show 
like pro wrestling discussion and everything like that. Um, and we, and my buddy decided one time to reach out to the WWE that it was coming into town here in Toledo. And we got backstage access. We got to go back there. We got to do a show and, you know, have fun, everything. We were, so we were in between, we were still backstage, but we were, we weren't outside with everybody else waiting. So it was me and one of my best friends who's no longer with us. Um, waiting uh to get in and this was right around the time the marine just came out mm. so he was signing copies of the marine and like i wasn't a big fan of john cena and my and and my friend was a huge fan of him um so john cena. <laughs> he was he was i i've i've warmed up to him i'm still like eh, but um i i can respect him more and more as and like i can appreciate what he's, he's underrated done. his his persona bit. seems to be um aging a bit yeah a little bit yeah well that's the thing it was never a problem with him it's just the character that he had to portray yeah i'm over that now yeah i i I think he's done a lot of a lot of good for the business Mm -hmm. and the industry and he's like one of those like uh, like top tier guys that you'll remember for decades to come underrated in-ring worker too by the way surprisingly he's gotten a lot better he's great (laughs) yeah um see what i wish people would focus on as well is um I, i don't necessarily hate Vince McMahon you know what I mean I actually have some respect for the effort that he's put into the industry and all that stuff but um he's always found it very difficult to take responsibility for the health of the people that are working for him I agree and he's got them signed as independent contractors Mm -hmm. that whole thing like you're not an independent contractor or or contractor if your boss won't let you work anywhere else you know what I mean yeah (laughs) he's fucking them over yeah and uh I don't know. The business was different then, I guess. But um, there's a reason, you know, all these wrestlers are dying when they're like 61. Yeah. You know? oh, and they that. don't even give them health insurance. They don't do any of it, you know? Yeah. That whole story, that, that, that whole story that, um, uh, what's his face, uh, brought out. Um, I, f- I forget his name. He used to be on The Daily Show. I, he's British. I forget his name. Uh, John, John Oliver. There it is. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I remember, yeah. yeah. That whole story when he brought it to light. And, like, wrestling fans, like, knew yep. kind of about that, like, for the longest time. And, like, now the general masses, like... Seeing it are, presented so concisely was uh-huh. just like, holy shit. Like, You're like, yeah. whoa. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is going on here? But, yeah, uh, um, yeah we, we there's a couple of kids that snuck by and was talking shit to John Cena. And he was just, like, laughing and smiling. And then all of a sudden, like, he stopped signing stuff. And he turns, like... The security guard and goes, "You better get these kids the fuck out of here." Uh, and um, and so they like the escort him that, and all of a sudden the security guard like saw, sees us, starts doing a beeline, and right as soon as he got semi close, our contact like comes up from behind him. He goes, "No, guys, these guys were from the radio station in town. They're they're cool. They're all right." And like John Cena came up, he shook his head, or shook his hand, took a photo with our friend, and uh, he was on his way. But like when I shook his hand, like his his whole fucking bicep is like bigger than my. Thigh, and I'm just like, how tall is he? He's taller than you think. He's mm. probably like six three. He's like six three, six four. My friend I don't was know about. Why I always imagined him being taller than that. Uh, it, maybe his build. I I think his build. That's yeah, why. Um, well, like I, my friend was uh, because I'm six foot. My friend was six two. He was about an inch or two taller than him. So, um, and then I met a handful of other wrestlers. Like I met Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows recently, who was super nice. Carl Anderson uh, crop dusted our studio by accident. <laughs> uh, and then he was like, yeah, I've been eating a lot of protein as of late. And then, like, Luke Gallows goes, uh, I don't think it's the protein. I think it was the uh, two bottles of red wine you had last night. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, 
That was great. And then I met Mick Foley once, who was super nice. Dude, he had this thing Mick going Foley on. Mick Foley is my fucking hero. Yeah. Man. He had this thing going on where you could, like, pay him to come and mow your yard. <laughs> really? Yeah. Mick Foley. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Dude, I would pay so much to have him. Seriously. Uh, Ted DiBiase uh, officiated uh, my buddy's wedding. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, like, th- that, was, that, was, that was legit. Um, the Revival versus Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder for the Raw Tag Team titles. I feel like Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins ends up getting it for the WrestleMania moment. Yeah, I mean, that would make sense because does it really... Have they won anything? No, neither one. Well, Zack was... Ryder's not even on TV. Kurt Hawkins has had a losing streak for 260-some yeah, well, times. That's Ugh. what I was saying. Like, yeah. that might happen. And they're just going to fucking embarrass the revival. Yeah. Yeah. Any that's... chance you can get to do that. Yeah. Uh, the Usos versus The Bar versus Shinsuke Nakamura and Rusev versus Ricochet and Aleister Black for the SmackDown tag titles. Uh, Ricochet and Alistair Black. I, I kind of hope that's it's them, but I think it's going to end up being the Usos. I, I really, really hate that they're a team. The Ricochet and Alistair yeah. Black. I don't understand it either, but it it's not. I think my wife goes like, because uh, Ricochet for Takeover Ricochet came out in like Angel Wings and like Alistair Black's like this dark, weird demon guy. So he's like, is this like a heaven and hell combo thing? And I'm like, huh. It kind of works then in, in a weird sense, but yeah, I don't know why they're a team. Alistair Black is currently my favorite. He, uh, my favorite. I dude. he's going to be something huge. Nakamura's incredible. I I wish I w- Nakamura is nowhere near where he should be. Oh right, no, right. No, 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 no. They haven't taken care of him. They're not, and they're not gonna. Yeah. They're gonna. They're just gonna bury him in the. That's the problem. WWE's so bloated with talent now. Well, that's he's just a is. commodity. Mm-hmm. He's a novelty, I suppose. It's like New Japan can't get his the, their mitts on him anymore, oh. so they offer him a huge deal and everything so i wonder if uh any of the way that he's been treated is like backlash for that time that he dropped john cena on his fucking head <laughs> oh god <laughs> maybe i don't know by the way that that was another like i knew that match was gonna that's been still nakamura's best match yeah. that he's had on the main roster and I yeah knew, i knew it was gonna be because once again john cena is great yeah and people forget that yeah <laughs> Uh, CM Punk though. See, oh god, I miss CM. Punk. I miss, okay, I'll, I'll take that back. I miss CM Punk as a wrestler and as a character. I don't miss him as a person because apparently he's a, he's piece a big of shit, dude. he's a piece, big piece of shit. <laughs> I, I I loved him, and ever since all of that shit came out about Colt Cabana, I yeah. was like, dude, fuck that. No, yeah, I uh, <laughs> I hate that. Uh, Kurt Angle's farewell match against Baron Corbin. I don't think it's going to end up being against Baron Corbin. Me neither. I think it's going to end up being like a quick squash and then John Cena comes out. Yep. I think that's the only thing. Well, it has to be Cena. He was Cena's first televised match. Yeah, it has to be. It has to be. That'd be the hugest thing. And I think and I think uh, they'll put... I, I don't know if, if it would be that. I think maybe Cena would go over. He should. I think he should go over because Kurt Angle, like, because you know. But then again, he Cena should have went over Taker last year, but yeah, Mark, I think I personally, I think Taker should have called it a day at twenty and zero. I, I think he should have lost the streak first. I think yeah. him, him losing to Brock was right, and then that should have been yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. I, I could see that. Because Brock needed that. Brock wouldn't You be... needed to build, build that huge heel. Yeah. 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 I get Bring that. someone new in, have him destroy something that's I, well established. I get it. Uh, Bobby Lashley versus uh, Finn Balor, and Finn Balor is full on demon, so he's getting yeah, title. he's going to squash him. I want I want the old school, like I've been watching old school Bullet Club with Finn Balor for, as as Prince Devin, and I was like a fan of Prince Devin way before Bullet Club stuff, and uh, 
And when he got signed, I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> like, I got into Bullet Club post everybody got into there. Like, I knew about Bullet Club around the time that AJ Styles was in it. Yeah. Because I followed AJ Styles. Oh, um, well, I, I loved Bullet Club for a while, and mm-hmm. then it just became convoluted. And I'm so glad that it's not, like, the talk of things now. It's Every, it's yeah. it's a, you it's it's now wearing a Bullet Club shirt is wearing an NWO shirt. Oh, nowadays. dude, if I see somebody wearing a Bullet Club shirt, I want to spit on them, I think. Well, thank God I didn't wear it today. <laughs> I mean, I'm still a fan of Bullet Club, but I like the, like the people that came out of it. I don't like the current incarnation because it's just, like, a lot of, like, lower card dudes. Yeah, it's and just it just I it's it's a shell of its former self. Yep. Uh uh Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio allegedly for the US, United States title. Rey Mysterio's Joe. yeah. Samoa Joe wins that. I'm, I hope hopefully they they start pushing Joe heavier more. Uh he's they would but he's too prone to injuries. Yeah, that's true. That's the problem with like I'm all excited for all these guys coming in that like I followed for 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 a while but like now they're getting WWE and it's like Awkward, and they're like way past their prime. Well, Vince loves Samoa Joe yeah. like a lot, but he can't push him too much because he'll get injured. Yeah, Chris wasn't wasn't like Rey Mysterio like your guy when you were like a little kid. No, Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero. Oh, yeah. back, back God, yeah. yeah. I liked Rey Mysterio too. I actually but... just watched uh, Eddie versus Kurt from Mania Twenty oh. yesterday. Very underrated. Oh. That match, uh, uh, Brock versus Eddie for the title when when Eddie won the title yeah. was incredible. Yeah, like rewatching that match has been. I want I want SmackDown to bring back the fist <laughs> stage. I really do. Maybe maybe when they go back to when they go to Fox, I doubt it though. Well, that bit that what was it the SmackDown six? No, uh-huh. that era was sweet, man. Well, you had Heyman writing too. So. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, AJ Styles versus Randy Orton. Uh, AJ wins that. Yeah, they're not gonna make. They're not gonna have AJ lose to Randy Orton. On they're not gonna. I, I don't understand that match. But once whatever. again, Vince is fucking in love with AJ Styles. Yeah. So, uh, women's tag team titles. Uh, Bailey, Sasha Banks, Bailey defend. and Sasha win. Yeah. Beth Phoenix and Natalia, the Iconics, Nia Jackson to me. Yeah, no. I want. I want Bailey and Sasha versus Sky Pirates. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I want. I want that match. Okay. Uh, Roman Reigns, Drew McIntyre. Roman Reigns wins. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I have a hard time getting the guy who had cancer and beat hey, it again. Did you to... know that Roman Reigns had cancer? Have they told you that? Or not? <laughs> like now, I now I feel like it's just gonna. You know, I mean, it was cool. It was powerful for him to like come kind of come out and like so express that. He came yeah. back so fast. Yeah, man. yeah. But I mean, like everybody's like you know leukemia or like different levels of cancer. It's like it's like different mm. levels of MS. So they're it's like they're incorporating that too heavily into who he so is. So unfortunately, yeah. now it's like part of the character and that kind of like. That's a little bit, you know. By the uh, way, I also tacky. love Roman Reigns too. So I, it, <laughs> he is also an underrated in ring. He's he he's good for what he is. I feel like, um, like I I I can name like five or six classics that he's had off the top of my head. Off the top of my head. Yeah. Oh. Uh, we got Shane McMahon versus The Miz. Falls count anywhere. Oh fuck, 
Miz wins that. I hope Miz wins that. <laughs> I I don't I don't I've never liked the Miz. Oh, I don't ever. either. I love him. I so don't much. I just I've never liked him. I me just either. feel like he just reminds me of every douche. Him and Baron Corbin remind me of every douche that has ever bullied me throughout life. <laughs> now and, that is and, still and, a fair well, observation. That means yeah. they do their not, job you know? well. I mean, they, yeah, they do their job well. But I also want to like now as an adult, and I'm like, you know, I want to kick those people in the face. Miz <laughs> seems like the coolest dude to hang out with. I guess he's like super nice. Yeah. Like he plays the character very well, but he, I guess he's yeah. like super nice. I think he's like, there's, he's almost like heel John Cena in a lot of ways. Like, yeah, I, I can see that. His counterparts to a degree. I think you know what I. I think that's a good explanation. Well, for that. Miz is our generation's Ric Flair. I mean, in all honesty, like he he is that. I'm not saying from a work rate. Right, no, but character standpoint. I hate. I hate to admit is. it. I hate to admit it, but that's you're not. Which is why Miz... That's not a bad comparison. Miz needs a motherfucking world title reign soon. Ooh. <laughs> I wonder I, how many more Mar- the Marine movies they're going to make. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure there's like eight. I, zero, yeah. Uh, Triple H versus Batista. This is like one of the matches I'm actually legitimately excited for. Batista's going to beat him. Uh, yeah. yeah? Because I think Triple H is going to go into retirement like and fully take on like the business honestly and i think that's the sm- and i think that's the smartest thing yeah yeah i and and batista looks good like he's leaned mm. up very well um, in those I, last matches though like i still am haunted by the image of Shawn michaels like mouthing i love you to rick flair oh god before, before the kick yeah and then the fucking penny whistle solo from my heart will uh, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, no it destroys me no uh, Lesnar versus Seth Rollins. So we were talking about Seth this. Rollins is going to win. Or Seth Rollins is going to lose. Yeah, Brock's going to win that because they're not going to run the table on titles changing hands. No, somebody somebody's keeping a major title. Yeah, and it's going to be Brock. Yeah, because I don't think because I think the guy that was going to do it was. I kind of wanted Finn Balor to win it, but I uh, I don't think they'll ever. I think Finn Balor is going to end up being the new Christian. Well, Which is he's going to be this big workhorse and he'll always be there, but like, and it'll be super over, but he'll never get like a big time. Well, uh, Finn Balor broke trust when he got injured. Yeah. And that's why they're not putting the title. Yeah. So they're on. very hesitant on that because, to do it again because that was his big push and then it got ruined by injury. So they're yeah. not going to. And then, and that happened like the beginning of the match and he still like competed with like a busted. Uh, what was it, bicep or something? Yeah, like, I think it, yeah, it was, or, or his rotator cuff. Something, yeah, it was like a big shoulder thing. You couldn't do it. Uh, we got uh, uh, D- uh, Daniel Bryan versus Kofi Kingston for the WWE title. Kofi's winning that. See, I kind of feel like if if, if 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 I don't think Kofi, I if if they're not going to run the table like I like you said, I think they're going to keep if if they keep the title. It depends on how they. You know, do the order. If the if that title is before Lesnar, then I think I think that will, title will it, change hands. It will be before Lesnar. They're not putting. They're that. not gonna put Lesnar. No, no, no that's well, true. Well, here's what you got to think. They're doing something right now that they made a mistake on before, which was letting Triple H beat Booker T at Mania 19. Yeah. yeah. Um. So. When Daniel Bryan looked Kofi Kingston in the face and said, "You don't belong here," yeah, that ma- that means Kofi's mm. getting that title. Yeah, yeah, I can see it because they're not gonna no, 
They're yeah, not that is s- not the narrative, the half of the narrative that they're going to want to perpetuate. No. Yeah. Well, because no. they already did it with Booker T when he Triple H told him people like you don't d- get to be champion. And then they had him lose. Like They're not going to make that same mistake twice. Uh, Jimmy, you know what blows my mind? What? It's always like weird, but uh, I just can't believe that WrestleMania fell on Rusev Day this year. <laughs> <laughs> I met Rusev recently. He was actually like uh, about a month back. Super he's, nice, him he and Lana. Cool. He's super chill guys, but they, he was like during those radio interviews because I like made notes for everybody because I was like the big wrestling mark in my in my building. So like I was making notes for everybody because half our staff is like clueless about anything. Um, so I read notes for them and I, I mentioned Rusev day and, he's, and during those, uh, those interviews they are like, they're like, yeah, no Rusev day and everything. I'm just like, Oh no. I just liked it. That's another one of those, like in the van chatting, playing yeah. around things. And I can't overdo it, but once every couple shows or something, you know, I can be sitting in the van doing something. I'm like, Oh my God. And like, what, what's wrong dude? It's like, I, I forgot it was Rusev Day. <laughs> and, and then it goes away. Uh, and then the winner take all, Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, both both Becky, women's titles. Becky Lynch it, if they don't give it to Becky, they've wasted the last six months. Yeah, she's getting it. Yeah. But I, I am in love with Becky Lynch. I, 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 I love Becky Lynch. I'm not I'm I've soured a little bit about this whole man thing, just not because of the nickname or anything, but it's like they booked her too much like an underdog. I feel like mm. they buried her way too much. Then like it's, if like she doesn't win, it's just like you've, yeah. she's just going to go back to like the mid card again. Right. Then what was the point of it? Yeah. Like, mm. so it was all, uh, that was like, all a waste. At least it kind of does seem like staging a comeback for her. You know, I, I think so. I think it's uh overall, I think, I think it's going to be, I don't know. It's WrestleMania. It, it could be full of surprises and everything. Mm. Mm. Choking on sunshine Now I've been coughing on brain clouds Now I've been stuck in a haze I've been stuck in a haze And I've been stuck at the fault line I've made my bed out of death's route Or I'll be sleeping for days Or I'll be sleeping for days Was her favorite son And suddenly I've grown to see I'm just her only one I'm seeing it through So her fall is forgiven Learn to live with my own self Make a worthy exchange. Make a worthy exchange. And if the past is rewritten, just pull it off from the bookshelf. Erase it off from my brain. Erase it off from my brain. Too easier pain. Percocet and Vicodin. Surely do the same. I'm seeing it through. 
songs for myself now I'm Cracking jokes at the wrong time I'm just escaping my head I'm just escaping my head Pieces and somehow Spend some time drawing straight lines To spin the rest I instead the rest I instead Ghosts of all my charred black spoons Are dancing in the halls Voices of my long dead friends Echo from the walls I'm seeing They speak to me just like I always thought they would They speak to me Just like I always thought they would They speak to me Just like I always thought they would And they all just turn to time Chris, what do you think? Yeah, yeah, so that's a, so we're um, going to back about that 20-minute detour for wrestling. I I think nothing. I haven't actively watched wrestling <laughs> since I was a kid, so I, I, I'm lost on anything that's like past like 2007. Anything I, uh, after that, I have no I idea. I recently, I, after about maybe, because ever since my one of my best friends died, the guy that I talked about before, uh, ever since he, he, he died, I had a hard time watching wrestling again. And then just recently, I've gotten way, like kind of gotten way back into it. Um, because like that's how I met some of my best friends is is through that 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 pro wrestling college show that we talked about and everything. Um, that's how we all like became best friends. So and I even lived with them for a hot minute in between relationships. Um, um, actually, like I got out of a bad relationship and they he said move into our house. You know, finish up your broadcasting school, finish up what you need to do. You don't have to pay rent or everything. You just throw in for like food and things like that, and then you know. Uh, that's how I ended up meeting my wife while I was staying there and everything. So, so what um, you're saying is wrestling brought you your entire life. I mean, more or less, <laughs> kinda. So you know, so now and now, like I'm showing my niece uh, like wrestling, and her favorite wrestler is uh, our Mustache Mountain and Walter. Oh my god, <laughs> fucking Walter! Sorry. I love fucking Walter. <laughs> Kels, I'm gonna need an ass massage. <laughs> On, I mean. I don't know that you're ready for that, man. <laughs> well, because I'll do it. Yeah, he'll do it. I'll he'll, do it. I he'll do it. it. Uh, well, we'll we'll wrap up the uh, the interview coming up. Um, so what what is uh what is coming up for the band, uh, and some of the projects outside of the new material you're working on? Um, really, I mean, it's pretty straightforward. We're releasing new stuff and we're touring a bunch. So look out for us. Nice. <laughs> right. Yeah. If you want to get in touch, coming. if you want to get in touch with the band, how do we do so? Uh, we're on all social media. You can mm. find us on all streaming services. Um, 
if you actually want to talk to us, you'll have to get a hold of Liz, obviously, <laughs> unless you're like a personal friend. But, um, yeah, just Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, yep. you know, all that wanna, stuff. Yeah, I do have a we have a song coming as well. So yeah, oh, that's pretty chill. Nice. It's just part of the overall plan. You know what I mean? Like things are coming together. Um, but it's really exciting, and in our personal lives outside the band, uh, yeah, Kristen and uh, Jim and I are actually uh, Jimmy's grandpa passed away a few months ago. Sorry um, to hear that. Yeah, he's he was an amazing dude, uh, but um, we're uh, renovating his house. It's built in like 1910, I think. So wow. it's, we're just ripping everything out and starting over and stuff, so that the three of us will just we're just gonna live together. So, so you're building a house, literally. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. rad. Good yeah. for you guys. I Thank love, you. I the love... living room is done, and it looks nice. How bad it was, like, asbestos and everything like that? Oh, God. There was so much. Oh. <laughs> and my, my, my main complaint for the first week was, I swear to God, if I get fucking mesothelioma, I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to let that go. Yeah. And, and saying that word was a mouthful as well. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I swear to God, if I get this. It's got a very sinister kind of flow it to does, it. It does. Yeah. It does. So, so the one thing I can promise about the new stuff that's coming out is... It it's is good. A, yeah, well... It, <laughs> it, it's I swear, a, we swear it's good. It's a very stark contrast to what we've already put out. Okay. Mm. I like it. Well, yeah. I'm very excited for that. Of, of course, shout out to Liz of FBT Entertainment for hooking us up with this. Uh, lovely people are there, so uh, go check you, out some of their. Uh, mm. <laughs> go check out their line of artists and uh, the the these shows they book. If you get, are interested in recording, uh, hit up Travis over at Bigfoot Studios. He's currently renovating a brand new place in downtown Waterville. Um, so we're very excited for the future of that, and uh, uh, he's going to be taking off a, a month uh, of podcast in May, um, and uh, and he's going to get his self situated, and then in June, uh, the the new line of uh, people we're going to be moving to that studio uh, and uh, having some fun there. So follow him on social media. Follow us on all of the major podcast platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, whatever. Uh, we are on Facebook, facebook.com slash on the radar PC. Twitter's the same name at on the radar PC. We are on the radar podcast on Instagram. And of course you can get all the links plus links to our Spotify and the ride the Midwest vibes t-shirt that helps support us. Uh, and doing more, and so I'm not bleeding my own uh, pockets dry for putting this podcast together. Um, you can follow that uh, at bit.ly uh, backslash on the radar podcast and O, uh, and every uh, capital letter on on the radar podcast and all of that. Anything else you guys want to add? Um, let's see, don't be don't be afraid of pain. Is suffering is the beat to with which. Or to uh, suffering is the beat to which mankind freestyles. So just do the right stuff. God is not real. <laughs> oh my God. All right. And, yeah. uh, and on that note, uh, thank you so much for listening to another great episode of the On the Radar podcast.
take a moment and give a shout out to our friends over at Stupid Rad Merch Company. Now, Stupid Rad is a great Midwest independent punk clothing and accessory shop, and it's also the official home for merchandise for bands like Red City Radio, Bad Cop, Bad Cop, The Bomb Pops, and so much more. They're also really big into wholesale, so if you're into enamel pins, if you're looking for shirts to get printed, these are the guys to talk to. Go check out their website now at stupidradmerch.com. You can save 20% off their line of Stupid Rad Merch Company shirts, accessories, and so much more. Place an order, use RADAR, R-A-D-A-R, as a special passcode at checkout. Not only will you support a great Midwestern independent company like Stupid Rad, but you're going to turn around and help support us with the On The Radar podcast. Get rad with Stupid Rad and be rad by listening to the On The Radar podcast.